Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about, do you believe that you can lose the weight, right? That's the first thing you wanna really address before you even attempt to lose weight. Because if you don't believe it's gonna work, it's almost guaranteed it's not going to work. And there's a good chance you don't believe it's gonna work. You don't believe that you're gonna lose weight. And even if you do lose the weight, you probably don't believe that you're gonna keep it off. So how do you deal with this? How do you change that belief? Now, I know usually we try and just ignore that and just fight through it. But I would suggest you take a different strategy. And that strategy is, that you begin to reflect and become more flexible on how you intend to lose the weight. What is your strategy? Because if we take a step back and look at how you've been approaching your weight loss, what you may notice is a pattern that keeps repeating itself. And by recognizing this pattern, you kind of let yourself off the hook and realize it's not your fault, right? It's not, you're not the reason you're not losing weight primarily. It's not that you don't have willpower. It's not that you're a sugar addict. It's not that you're a food addict. It's probably that you have a shitty strategy, which is to say that you keep trying to diet to lose weight, okay? So if we take a step back and look at your previous weight loss attempts, without knowing you, I bet, regardless of whether it was keto, Weight Watchers, intermittent fasting, whatever strategies you have used to lose weight, I bet that it has looked like this. You have started on a Monday, you have started being perfect, right? Whatever plan you're following, you're gonna be perfect with it so you can get the fastest results. And you've been able to do it for a couple days, maybe a couple weeks, once in a while, a couple months, okay? And then you end up getting off track and going back to how you normally eat and live, right? Then you repeat the whole cycle over again, maybe with the same plan, maybe with a different plan. But you've probably done this a number of times now. And in addition to that approach or, or that experience, there's one other type of experience you have. Sometimes you start it, you stick with it, and you actually get results, and you may stick with it for a few months, you may stick with it for a year or more, and then all of a sudden you get off track again, put all the weight back on. That has probably happened to you a couple times at least as well. And so now here you sit, uh, and every time you think about weight loss, you associate it subconsciously with failure. Either that you're not ever even gonna lose the weight, or even if you lose it, you're gonna ultimately put it back on. So what's the point? I don't believe that I can do this. And that is probably where you're sitting now. So how do we overcome this? You have to overcome this, right? Because weight loss is a challenge. It, it is um, effort. And so we rarely will put full effort into something we don't believe we can do, right? And so I think looking at this question before you even start anything is really important. It's gonna help your motivation. So what's the answer, right? I know what you've been doing is you keep trying to get yourself to be this magical version of yourself that is going to be able to start on that Monday and be perfect until you get to your goal weight. But I think therein lies the problem, that it is that strategy of trying to force yourself into that paradigm, into that idea of weight loss where you have to start off perfect and you have to stick with that perfection until you reach your goal weight. There's really very little room for error, very little room for learning from your mistakes, from evolving your own plan, growing, um, turning this and making this process your own. You're not doing that. You're just trying to follow a plan that's given to you exactly as it is, perfect on day one, perfect until you reach your goal weight. So the idea that you're gonna magically turn into a person that can do that is pretty low, right? The chances of that happening are very, very low, which is why you don't believe it. And here you sit. So how do we change this? How do you believe you can do it? Well, I think the secret lies within questioning how you expect you're gonna change your weight and let go of that diet philosophy, let go of that all or nothing mindset, that idea that you just wanna lose the weight and get it done as quick as possible and replace that with the idea that you don't just wanna lose weight, you wanna get to your goal weight and live the rest of your life there on near autopilot and you wanna do it in a way that's comfortable, that fits you, that you can start off a little bit slower, work your way into it, keep improving, keep optimizing, get better, You've got a year-long time frame in your mind because, again, how long do you want to keep the weight off for? Forever, right? So there's no rush, right? So you take things a little bit slower. Um, you try different things, see what works for you, discard what doesn't. With trial and error, each and every day getting 1% better. Until next year at this time, you're a completely different version of yourself and it feels normal, natural, and comfortable. That's the secret, I think. I think that's how you start to believe that you can do this, is not by hoping that you'll magically change, but by instead saying, I'm gonna change the process I'm using to make this happen. I'm gonna use a different approach. Instead of being all or nothing, I'm gonna be all or something. Even if I'm gonna try and be all, but when I can't be all, I'm still gonna do something. I'm always gonna have a foot in the game. And if I keep getting better and better each and every day, just by a little bit, 
the results are going to be miraculous because I've never done that. I've always done all or nothing. And I keep kind of just repeating that initial phase over and over and over getting nowhere. So instead this time here, I'm going to start off a bit slower. So how you do that again is, is, you know, we have to relearn something. So I would suggest um, if you have no idea how to approach it in the way that I'm talking about here, go to program yourself, then get a hypnosis session that I give you for free. Watch the training I give you that kind of breaks down this whole approach because it's different than the dieting thing. But if you don't want to do that, fine. But at least realize and start to see that the problem is not you. The problem is that your strategy for losing weight is not working for you. And you've proven that because <laughs> you have tried to lose weight with a dieting mindset. Even if it's all, it doesn't matter what diet it is specifically. The fact that you're doing this approach I was talking about has been consistent and you have proven over decades that it does not work for you. So it's time to do something else. And that something else is again, to reframe how you're approaching this and to start to develop a new approach that is more realistic that may seem a little bit slower, but really is it slower? Because how much weight have you lost in the last six months, in the last 12 months? If it's zero, if you've put weight on, stop with the fast weight loss focus and start to instead systematically, strategically take steps that allow you to change your weight for good. Start slowly, sustainably with changes that you can keep up and you're gonna end up in a much different place. And one of the key reasons why is because for the first time, probably ever, or at least in a long time, you're going to believe that you really can lose the weight because you can. All right. So take some time and think about this and I hope it helps you out. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. Jennifer S says, I'm still having a hard time starting. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I can't seem to find and keep that drive to change. Yeah, no, I get that. It, it's hard to get started. I mean, the motivation really is the, the, that's that initial step, you know, is, is the motivation to get started. I always say people really don't, you know, if you're struggling with your weight, there's a good chance you don't really want to lose weight, you know? So you're right, Jennifer, in, in identifying that, that I'm having a hard time starting. Uh, no, I see it, Kim. I, I see it. I, I was just, I, I did kind of do like a, a I talk a little bit, um, kind of a lesson like real quick and then I get to the questions, but I, I see him and I'm going to get to it. Um, I was going to start with Jennifer there who said that. What I will say, Jennifer, is, and I don't know if you've done it yet, but go to my, go to Program Yourself Then or go to the link in my bio. Listen to that hypnosis session and watch the training I give you. It's all free and it will help you exactly with this thing because most people do have a hard time starting. Part of it is that the strategy you think you have to use to do it, you don't want to do, right? You, you equate dieting and weight loss the workouts and all that stuff with pain and failure. And so that's part of why you're struggling to get started. The other part is that you, you don't really have a clear idea of what you want to accomplish. You know, you don't want to be overweight. You know, you don't want to struggle with the weight, but you don't really have a clear idea of what you want to experience. And that's really important. Um, Oh, Jennifer. Okay. I know. I know. Oh yes, 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 yes. I, I remember you now. Yes. Um, I think you had a different name on uh TikTok. I remember that. I believe. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, you know what I mean? Sometimes I, I got, I remember that. I remember that. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, what, what can I say? You know, you gotta, you gotta make some commitment of it ultimately. Right. Cause it doesn't just magically happen, obviously, you know, so there needs to be some commitment. doesn't have to be that, that crazy willpower, do it all at once thing, but there needs to be some level of commitment. And again, in my program, you know, really it's like, it's a five minute commitment, right? That's the minimum commitment you need to make of listening to a five minute hypnosis session in the morning. Right now you can do a lot more and there's a lot more in the program. But again, I set this up so that at the very little least amount of commitment, you can do that. And, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, th th yeah, there has to be some, some level of commitment to it, but yeah, I, I remember that. So I, you know, I don't, I, I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? Like, like, again, keep listening to my podcast, keep listening to stuff I'm saying. Um, you know, obviously, you know, that'll help you out, but yeah, you got to keep, keep exposing yourself to it, right? Because if you don't expose yourself to new ideas and thoughts, you're just going to keep doing the same stuff you've always done, you know? Um, Kim Richards, bingo. Plus, I'm tired of the failure association with dieting. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, it's hard breaking the all or nothing mindset. It is, Kim. It's, it's hard to break it, but it's not about breaking the all or nothing mindset. It's about replacing it with something that's a lot more sensible and intelligent. And I think that's the all or something mindset. I think what a lot of people do with the all or nothing mindset, if you think about it, right? It's like usually you're nothing. And then all of a sudden you say, I said, I'm going to lose the weight. Then you go to all. And you do that, you jump, jump to all. Now I'm doing everything perfectly for a couple days, maybe a couple weeks. And then you go back to nothing and you just keep repeating that cycle. So the all or something method is kind of what I'm talking about. We're really focusing on the getting nothing to something because this creates weight loss too. 
And so instead of trying to, that, that huge jump to go to all, which is so overwhelming for most people, we just want to get a little bit better. And then we get a little bit better, a little more something, a little more something. You see what I mean? Like that's a way to improve too. And if you look at pretty much anything in your life that you've learned, that's the process you've gone through. You know, dieting is one of the few things that people approach and think they're going to be 100% perfect as soon as they start it. And it is that approach that I really, I think really leads to so much failure for people, you know? Um, and so, yeah, you got to replace it with something better. You know, the thing is the weight gain is so much more than dieting. You have to get your head in the right place first. I find that hard. Um, yeah, no, I agree. You know, the mindset piece. Oh, thanks for those, those lightning bolts. The mindset piece is the most important piece of your weight loss. Without question, I got a new training getting ready to come out, which again is another reason get on my email list because I'm going to send you all the information about this. It's going to be free. Um, but it's the weight loss pyramid. It's mindset, lifestyle, eating. And most people just fo focus on the eating. But how's your eating going to be different if you don't change the way you think? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how many times have you tried to just force yourself to eat differently? And how many times has it worked? Zero. You're not alone. Dieting has a 95% failure rate. I mean, I mean it's, it's, it, we, how much more proof do we need, folks? You know? So, um, yeah, there, there's just another way to go about it, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, it keeps, I've tried every program out there. It can't be about the same thing as hormones play such a huge part in weight loss, so you need to focus on that, too. Um, yeah, well, Kim, listen, here, yeah, hormones hormones are real, right? I mean, there's real, there's real physical issues. So when I talk about mindset, I want to be clear. I am not one of these law of attraction people or just like even a hypnotist. I think there's a lot of hypnotists out there bullshitting people. I, I truly believe this. I, I am a hypnotist, but I almost don't believe myself. I don't think of myself primarily as a hypnotist. I think of myself as a weight mastery coach because that's my real focus is weight. Um, and I've been doing that 30 years pr personally, 20 years professionally. Um, so I do use hypnosis. I'm a master hypnotist, NLP practitioner, trainer. Um, but my focus is on weight. And I think that's important. Um, but what I've learned is, is it can't just even be mindset, right? Again, it needs to be these three levels. So in Program Yourself Thin, there's three master blueprints. There's a mindset blueprint, lifestyle blueprint, eating blueprint. And so when it comes to the hormone aspect of things, women in menopause, insulin-resistant people, thyroid issue people, um, all these different physical challenges that are real, we need to have a strategy to deal with those. And that's not just mindset. You're not just going to mindset yourself out of, um, out of uh, you know, hormonal issues, okay? Um, what I do think you need to do is I think the, the level there that focuses and helps you with that level is the lifestyle piece. I typically find that people with a menopause, and listen, my whole career has been helping women in some stage of menopause lose weight. Okay. So I'm not a woman in menopause. I understand that. Sometimes people tell me that I know, <laughs> but I've spent literally 20 years. That is my 95% of my clients have been women in some stage of menopause. So yes, it's a real challenge, but yes, there are real solutions that are never talked about. So you may find that once you're in menopause, just changing the eating the way you've done in the past, isn't getting the same results. So what do you do? Well, you've got to change your lifestyle. What do I mean by lifestyle? I mean getting proper sleep, proper hydration, relaxation, proper breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. And if you start to get these things into your life on a consistent basis, it a lot of times mitigates those hormonal issues from menopause, insulin resistant issues, thyroid issues, all the rest of it, because all of those habit lifestyles all transform you at a cellular level. They change your biochemistry, the neural pathways, all kinds of hormonal issues, chemicals in your body, it changes you at a fundamental level. And that is typically how I see women, especially in menopause, get results still, okay? Yes, they got to change their eating as well, but it's more than that now, okay? And, and that's not a bad thing. It's not, all oh, that's not fair. It is fair because you're going to feel a million times better. It's not just about weight loss, you know? It's about so much more, Um yeah, Jennifer says also getting priorities in line, figuring out when when you have time to work out or do a session. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it, Jennifer. I get it. Where can I read about you and your approach? Yeah, Kim, go to you can. There should be a link on that underneath in my description where you can click it and go get the hypnosis session. But if you, if you're not seeing that, go to programyourselfthin.com. It's all just one word: programyourselfthin.com, and you can learn about the program. But but more importantly, I want you to go. You can get the free hypnosis session I give you. Okay, because I want you, I want you to experience that. It's ten minutes long. Okay, it's called the New Thin Me. It's a kickstart session, so it helps you to clarify what your goal is and helps you connect to it. And what it does again, my intention is this isn't going to change your weight. Okay, these, these people out there with hypnosis. Listen, I promise you, there's never you're never going to find a hypnosis session with three hypnosis sessions going to transform your weight. It, it can help. 
okay? But it's not going to do it. It's not enough. My program, <laughs> there's, right, oh, right, just, just, let me just give you an example. I, I'm not, again, this isn't me pitching the program. I just say this stuff just to um, give you some context for how much more comprehensive approach you need to master your weight. Um, my program, there's a couple components to it. The first component is the hypnosis sessions, okay? So I deliver the program through your phone. And what happens is every morning you get a message from me for, it's an eight week program. Every day for eight weeks, you get a brand new five minute hypnosis session in the morning with a weight loss mantra in it, okay? So you start every day relaxed, calm, getting these positive messages put into your mind. And then at night, you get another message from me. It's a reminder to do the program yourself thin technique, which I'll, I'll tell you in a second. And then there's a link to a sleep gnosis session. So each week for eight weeks, you get a different sleep gnosis session with a core weight loss mantra in it. So you listen to this 10 minute session. There's two available. One of them has a count out. So you can listen to earlier in the night and finish out your night and do whatever you're doing. Or the other one you can listen to right before bed. It has no count out. And so you're getting that weight loss mantra, that core one, right as you're drifting off to sleep. And so you listen to that same one every night of that week. Um, the program yourself then techniques really the core. It's the most important thing you learn in the whole program because what I've learned as a hypnotist. Now I've, I've had office, I work with people. I've, I've tried everything. Just hypnotizing people would get results, but they wouldn't last a lot of times because we don't live in a vacuum. We're constantly being hypnotized. So what I found that this, the missing piece was you have to learn how to program your own subconscious mind because you are your own best or worst hypnotist because you're in your head talking to yourself constantly. And what you're saying is influencing your weight more than anything else. And you have no sense of what you're saying to yourself. And if you do, you have no ability to change it most likely. So the program yourself then technique is so important. It takes a minute or two. It's a self-hypnotic technique. And it's really the redo technique, rehearsal technique. You learn from the day. If you made any mistakes, you learn from them and grow. And then you prepare for tomorrow and you motivate yourself to act the way you want to act tomorrow. So again, that's a huge piece. And then there's the weight mastery blueprints. Again, there's three, it's a 60 page workbook, fill in the blank, right? So again, it gives you the structures of it, but you got to fill it in with your own personal information. You've got your own lifestyle, genetics, preferences, all of this stuff, and you have to figure out what's going to work for you. Okay. So I guide you through that process. And so I take you through filling out these blueprints. There's videos that take you through all the trainings that show it to you and that walk you through filling it out. Every single question of the book, I walk you through it. And then there's coaching. And this is probably the most valuable thing I can offer you. Um, there's live coaching calls every Tuesday and Thursday where I literally work with you, you know? And so uh, there's a lot more than that in there, but, but I'm, that's kind of the, the, the key part of the program. So you can go check it out um, and, and see what it is. I did enjoy the mantras that I put in my head. That was neat. Yeah, I, I know, Jennifer. It, it's like, that works. You can stick with it, though. Again, I mean, it's like, you know, if, if you read, you know, if you want to learn a language and you, you know, you, however you're doing it, you go to three classes, it's not, you're going to learn anything, right? You want to learn guitar, you go to two classes, I'm not going to do anything, you know? Um, I see your link. I'll check it out. I've already been doing a similar approach. Gratitude, meditation, making small changes. Yeah, that's great, Kim. Yeah, then you'll buy it. Because I, I don't think, I, I, I say this, I, I'm not saying no one else is approaching it like this. But in my experience, I've not seen anyone have an approach like this. I, I like to think my, my approach is the most practical one out there. And um, I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. I mean, it's based on a lot of real trial and error and what works and what doesn't. And what I, what, the one thing I would say, like where I really see myself different than most weight loss methods out there is that I feel like every method I see out there is pretty much telling you what to do, right? They're, they're telling you what to eat, telling you how to work out. And they give you the plan and then it's left up to you to just do it, right? And you use your willpower to force yourself to do it. And so, um, you know, I think I'm one of the few people that actually shows you how to get yourself to do it consistently, you know? And so I work with, I'll tell you, and if you, I always say this, but if you're watching this now, um, yeah, and actually I just, I see you, Karen. Karen just said this, she, she's over on TikTok there listening to this at the same time, but she just started the program. And I, I want to point out what she said, because this is really important. She, she said, the program's amazing. Um, it's totally changed my way of thinking. Thank you. But, but here's the next part she said, and I want to say this because this is the part that's really getting to me lately. She goes, I'm enjoying eating and eating healthy and no food noise. <laughs> Do we know what no food noise means, right? Those, those of you who know what I'm talking about, know what we're talking about. That's the Ozempic thing, right? That's the semaglutide stuff. And um, that's the big pitch for semaglutide is that it turns down the food noise is what they say. Um, but what it really does is it makes you nauseous. <laughs> when it works, it makes you nauseous when you think about food and you eat. 
And so, um, you know, I've been focusing on food noise for 30 years here because what's food noise? It's your internal dialogue. It's what you're saying to yourself. It's how you're thinking. And so the Ozempic stuff, I, you know, assuming nothing works. I mean, we've been looking at diet and miracle cures for what, 50 years now and nothing's worked. Um, I think this is gonna be one more on the pile, but, but whatever. But, uh, you know, yeah, again, ultimately, you know, what you're saying in your head has the biggest impact, you know, on, on how you behave and how you feel. And that obviously that's, what's impacting what your weight is, you know? Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Go check it out, Kim. I, I think you'll like it. I mean, everything you're saying, I think you're going to see, uh, that it's, it's completely different. And uh, Jennifer, I know. I, I can't believe we left Jennifer. It's like you had the deal of the century. But um, yeah, I remember no powder and nothing tastes as good as thin and healthy feels. Yeah. See, it does stick in your head. Look at that. Yeah, right? And, and if you stay with the program, we'd add another 50, another 55 mantras in your head, you know? And then, then there's, a, there's a whole other, there's a hypnosis library with another 25 sessions. You, you know what I mean? Like just regular old sessions. So uh, again, I don't think you'll ever see it. I know there's no hypnosis program that even comes close to this. You know, and I'm not trying to like, I love my, my hypnotist colleagues, but, um, to be honest, a lot of them don't know what the hell they're doing and don't know what they're talking about. And I, listen, I, I take an oath to myself that I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm never going to bullshit you. You know what I mean? And that's part of me. Um, you know, it, it's just, there's so much bullshit out there and, and it drives me crazy. You know, for me, if you don't know my backstory, it's like, you know, my father died at 54 of a heart attack and, um, for me, weight is, is life and death. You know, it's real serious stuff. So that's why I do all this stuff for free. You know, I'm, I'm out here. I, I want to help you. Yes, I have programs too. And I, and I, I work with people and, and people pay me, but um, I also give everything away for free, you know? So it's like, I really do want to help you. And part of helping you is to not bullshit you because there is so much bullshit. I don't think there's another industry in the world with more bullshit than the weight loss industry. And uh, I'm not going to let it do it. And even my hypnotist friends, you know, I, I think that the hypnosis is great for a lot of things. I don't think it's very great for long-term weight loss. I think it's great for short-term weight loss. I think it's very helpful. But long-term weight loss, you know, nah, it's not going to work. Because when you go to, when you just, oh, I tried hypnosis and they work for a little bit and they stopped working. That's what I always hear, if they even worked. And it's like, because you're all, no, 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 Kim, I, the, the, the thing guys I were telling you about were free. I have kind of like a Robin Hood model. So like, um, I do, Kat, I'm going to get to him in one second. Um, the, uh, I, I give a lot of stuff away free. So, so if you go and opt in, I give you the hypnosis session free. I give you, there's a training. I give you three steps to master your weight free. If you're on my email list, I email you every day, like, like legit real coaching, valuable information. Um, then I occasionally give you more stuff. I got just last week, I gave away a seven day mindset course for free on an email course. It's awesome. Um, and then next week I'm going to be doing a, uh, weight mastery pyramid training for free. And that one's going to be on zoom. So you can literally ask questions. afterwards. So again, I don't think you're going to find anyone giving as much away for free, but yes, I do have the program. The reason why, okay. It costs $25,000 to work with me privately. Okay. I know that's a lot of money. I understand that money's relative. It's the Robin hood model. Okay. And then I also, I have a program where it's a thousand dollars to work with me for eight weeks, twice a week, which is a crazy deal. You're directly coaching with me. And then there's a version of the program without the coaching is $300 and there's payments offered if you want to do that. So um, again, I've kind of do everything I could. And, and the reason I do that is because it does take a commitment. I've given this program away for free in the past. Okay. And what I've noticed is people don't do it. People don't value what they don't pay for. And I know that may sound like a spiel, but it's not. I've literally tested this multiple times. I've been doing this for 20 years professionally. And people just won't do it. They don't value it. We live in a society where money equals value. And that's just the way it is. And so if you don't, if you don't value your health, your happiness, your ability to live as long as you can, your quality of life during that time, if that's not worth $300 to you, then this prog program probably wouldn't work for you anyways because you just, you're probably not that motivated. Um, you know, if, if you can't come up with the $300, I understand that, you know what I mean? Um, but you can write to me, I'll break, break the payments up for you more if that's too much for you. And I get that too. I, I understand. I've been in, I, I've been in financially stressful situations. So I get that. But, you know, that being said, most people are watching this on a phone that costs more than $300. <laughs> you know what I mean? So again, what we value in life is going to show up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer says, that's my problem. Feeling like I'm worth it. I, I get that, Jennifer. That's why it is a big commitment. Listen, the, the people, I mean, I, I think this may sound obvious, but the people that get the best results are the ones that commit, you know, and, and part of that commitment is a financial commitment. You know, um, it just is. Money talks, bullshit walks. Listen, we live in America. Come on, give me a break. 
You know what I mean? You, you, money's a huge form of valuing something. So this isn't just a spiel. And again, I give you stuff. I, I have people, I do a podcast almost every weekday. Um, you can listen to the podcast for free on any podcast platform. It's Program Yourself Then. Um, you can get on TikToks. I answer questions every day, <laughs> you know, and literally help you. I, I literally coach you through TikTok and stuff and through through YouTube. So, um, you know, I do everything I can here uh, before, before the free level. You know, again, I would suggest more than pretty much anyone I've seen. I don't see anyone doing this. I see people constantly selling their bullshit, you know, that, that better. What is it? The, the feel great system. I see that one a lot on here. It's a bunch of bullshit, by the way. Do you do in-person hypnosis? Kata said that. I don't do in-person hypnosis. I do virtual hypnosis sessions. I do coaching sessions. I don't just do hypnosis sessions anymore. I have found that the coaching sessions are way more valuable, um, way more valuable. And Don, thanks for the TGIF. I love that you send those, right? I love Fridays so much. It's just my favorite day of the week, right? <laughs> I'm not alone in that, especially this week. Oh my God, I don't know. This week's tough. I always feel... You know, this is part of the, the program, right? In a sense, is having a bigger time frame. You know, and it's so valuable because when you think about weight loss, you tend to think of it like this week. Let me see how much weight I can lose this week. Maybe this month, right? But I'm in. I think about like my weight in an annual term. I think about it in a yearly term. And so it's like this week was a little challenging. I had extra challenge. I had a broken foot. Um, went on vacation and broke my foot the Monday back, and that threw me way off track. Um, but then, you know, th this weekend comes up and it's a long weekend. Long weekends are always something. And then kind of get trying to get back in the flow of normal things. Uh, so I think recognizing those types of challenges is a good thing in life, you know, because I like to say that there's, there's causes and excuse, there's reasons and excuses, you know, sometimes with the weight loss, you just start saying everything's an excuse. Oh, I'm a bad, I, I just use That's just an excuse. Well, some things are excuses. If they're ongoing in your life and you're not fixing them, they're excuses, but sometimes there's real reasons, you know, for things. And um, anyway, so, so I'm glad it's Friday for, for real reasons. It's been, been a challenging week <laughs> and it's been a number of challenging weeks for me, to be honest, but uh, things are looking up and by challenging, I don't mean bad. I mean, just like I started coaching soccer again and that's three days a week, you know, got to get up early tomorrow morning, get to a game and just uncertainty content. It's just even good things can be challenging. You know what I mean? So the foot's obviously a pain in the ass, but other things too. Do you have tips for younger women too? Yeah, absolutely. Um, start now. <laughs> start now because the, the younger you start, the easier it is. Okay. And so start approaching your weight mastery. Okay, Kata, I'm not talking about weight loss. You all have to get off of, um, you have to get off of the weight loss focus because weight loss focus, diet focus, really frames this process as a temporary one subconsciously. You think to yourself, I just want to lose the weight. I'm going to diet until I lose the weight, you know? And the truth is that that's not really your goal because tell me which one kind of lands better for you between these two. Do you want to lose weight or do you want to return back to your goal weight and live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot, right? I know that's more the one you want. Um, and it's very important that you say that one specifically because that's more accurate to what you want. You don't just want to lose weight. I, I, all, all the people on here have lost weight and put it back on. That, that's, not, that's not what you wanted to do. You want to keep the weight off. And so you need to shift your focus right from the beginning. And once you do that, once you realize this is a forever thing, managing your weight is a lifelong marathon, right? Because you want to keep the weight off forever, right? You want to be thin and healthy for the rest of your life, right? Okay. So start to realize you start today forever. And that is such a freeing concept, you know, because you get out of this idea that you have to drastically change everything all at once so you can lose weight this week and this month, you know, and you can slow down and you take a more strategic, intelligent. I almost, I used to have the byline, I almost called the program like weight loss for intelligent people, just because I think you're all intelligent. I don't think people that are dieting are not intelligent until you hear this. Once you hear this, that I'm telling you, if you're an intelligent person, you will stop dieting. Cause it's fucking stupid. I mean, how many times can you keep doing the same thing and, and think it's going to work? You know what I mean? And so if you're young, start looking at it like this. Now, the best thing I ever did in my life. I started when I was 19. It just the, the universe smiled down on me. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I tell this story. Sometimes I was 50 pounds heavier than I am now. I was binge drinking. I was depressed. I took a semester off from college and magically. And, and I just say magically as a miracle. I didn't do anything to deserve this. I didn't do anything to find it. It literally just fell in my lap. In, in about a month, I was exposed to hypnosis, neurolinguistic programming, Tony Robbins, personal development, guitar, martial arts, meditation. Um, and it was in yoga. Have I mentioned yoga? 
and it, it, I grasped onto him, but it was, it was like a miracle. It, it was, it gave me all the tools I needed. And so I'm so thankful that I got that when I was 19, you know, and, and I've been working it ever since and I love it. You know what I mean? So, cause it's not about losing weight anymore. I mean, I lost the weight. I've been the same way for 30 years. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I want you to focus on. That's what I'm a master at. That's what I help people with. I don't give a shit if you can lose a bunch of weight in a month and then put it back on. I'm talking about keeping it off forever. Well, how do you do that? Well, you got to change the way you're thinking, you know? And so, um, yeah, there's that. <laughs> That's the tip for young women, you know? It's the same for young people in general. Just start it now because the longer you do it, the, the more you master it, you know? Um, we have to get... In, we have to get to know food noise ourselves and then we made it. Yeah, exactly, Don. That's exactly it. Um, so sorry about your dad. I'm sure he would be very proud of you. Thank you, Karen. I appreciate you saying that. Um, yeah, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. Do my best to whoop, answer them. Coaching like on a call. Sorry, just trying to understand. Oh, yeah, Kat, I get it. No, it's, um, yeah, coaching. Um, we do Zoom calls. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, it's, it's like this, but it's, uh, it's uh, not through TikTok. It's through, you ever use Zoom? Everyone knows Zoom now, right? Um, but yeah, they're on Zoom. They're Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern. But that's the most valuable thing. That is like, and I know, I know, $1,000. Oh my God, you know, $1,000. But, and I know that sounds like a lot when it comes to weight loss because most weight loss solutions are bullshit that are sold sub $100. They don't work, you know? <laughs> so, um, you know, anyways, yeah, being able to work with me, like I said, it's literally, it's 25 grand to work with me privately. You're like, oh, 25 grand? Yeah, there's people, you know, there's celebrities, movie stars, successful CEOs, you know what I mean? Like rich people, you know, and they can pay that, you know, and then they're motivated as hell. And, uh, yeah, but, but to, so it's, you get that a thousand bucks for eight weeks of coaching. You can show up twice, twice a week. I got people show up twice a week and, um, I keep the group small. You know what I mean? I keep it small so I can spend time with you. I get to know you. I understand your situation. It's the most valuable thing there is. And it's a thousand dollars now. I, 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 I know I keep saying this. I haven't gotten to it. It's got a lot of stuff I've been working on. Um, but you know, soon enough, I'll start advertising. It'll get out there. And then the price will go up to two grand, um, just to keep the numbers low, you know? So it is the deal of the century right now. And the, the program, you get that forever. Um, I always feel empowered from your lives. Thank you. You're welcome, Kata. Yeah. That's the point, right? I'm trying to empower you guys. Cause you know what I'm doing too. It's like, you know, that doesn't matter necessarily, but I'm not just talking to you. Like I'm not just telling you things I'm using conversational hypnosis. Um, a new deal of the century. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it really is. I think I, you know, I'll be honest, like working with me, <laughs> like, I don't feel, I don't feel like right now, like when I'm out here, there's no, it's no time for false modesty. You, you know what I mean? Like, like I am a humble, modest guy. I really am. But I also am very, very aware of my skill set. I have a very unique skill set. You know, um, I'm one of the very few people that you could work with with the weight loss and weight loss, right? Cause you want to lose weight. Who are you going to work with? If you get really motivated? No, I get it. Jen. I know you're joking. Um, it's, uh, you know, what, what's it come down to, right? It comes down to, I don't know. I mean, a dietitian, nutritionist, personal trainer, right? And, um, what are they going to do? They're going to tell you what to do, right? And, and nothing changes in your head. You, you know, no strategy difference. You just follow some new plan. It's just a, it's a customized diet. If you want to think of it that way. Um, you could go see a therapist, I guess, you know, and go down the road of like analyzing your whole life and how it impacted something, you know, uh, you can see a doctor and get surgery, I guess, you know, you could start on medicines, you know, but, uh, there's very few people weight mastery coaching. First of all, no one's after weight mastery. They're after weight loss. And, and so I think you've, I don't believe in that. You know, I just don't. Cause what's the point of losing a bunch of weight that you can't maintain? What I always see the people that end up working with me are people that are stuck. And the reason they're stuck almost all the times is not because of the times they've tried diets and haven't lost weight. It's the times they've dieted and have lost weight and then put it back on. And most people can only handle a couple times of that. It, it's devastating. That's what I'm saying. Like it's that experience, usually a couple of those that really associates uh, failure to losing weight. And you're really in a pickle. Again, most of the people I work with are in their 40s plus and they've now tried all the diets, they've lost weight, put it back on. And they now they just like are so stuck. They don't believe it can, can happen. And that's a problem. And so, uh, again, it's not them. They're not the problem. The problem is that they have no strategy for changing how they think, how they feel, how they behave. Weight loss is a behavioral change process, right? You know everything you need to know to lose weight. The, the knowing of what to eat and what not to eat is not the problem. The problem is you have no ability to get yourself to do it consistently. And you're never, you're never taught that. 
you know, and you're never taught that. Cause I like to say this every once alive anyways, but you're not taught that because all the big, the diet industry doesn't want you to lose weight. I think you know this, you know, but just to drive the point home, the biggest diets, you know, and that you're subconsciously following and learning from are diets that are owned by big food companies, weight watchers, good old weight watchers, right? Who, who, who wouldn't trust weight watchers? Well, you know who they were owned by Heinz, you know, who owned Jetty Craig Nestle. You know who owns Atkins Food Products? The same company that owns onions, pretzels, and Cinnabon. You know who owns SlimFast? The same company that owns Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream. So you tell me, how much do they want you to lose weight? Do you really think they don't want you to buy their bullshit food and they want you to lose weight and eat less of their stuff? I don't. I don't believe that at all. And that's why I think every diet out there is always just telling you what to do and no diet out there is ever giving you any meaningful mindset advice. You know? And so it's just like, you know... What are you going to do? Because if you really take a step back, I want to talk about craziness. Like if you really take a step back and look at what you're, what you're thinking deep down about your weight loss, you think some magical Monday, you're just going to start some plan and then just lose all the weight. But why would any Monday in the future be any different than um, what's happened in the Mondays previous? What's going to be different? What's the difference with you now and when you start a diet and then just do it perfectly? You know, I, I think it's magical thinking. And I think you have to get out of that trap, you know? You don't have to start a plan tomorrow being perfect. See, think about it this way, right? You think about weight loss all day long, you know? And you're not doing anything to make it happen. What? what how can that be, you know? And I think it's, it's, not, a, it's not a rocket science, right? Why, why? Why am I not doing it? Because you think of all or nothing. You're kind of doing nothing. And like the, the idea of doing like, oh, no carbs starting Monday. Uh, 1,200 calories starting Monday. 16 hours not eating it starting monday counting all my points uh monday right you're already stressed and overwhelmed you know what i mean like you're so exhausted are you not like everyone else on the planet right now especially in america we're all tired stressed out anxious you know and it's like what you're gonna just add more bullshit and stress onto it by starting a diet and changing all of your eating all at once let me give you a different way to think about this approach because i know you think oh it's the food i can't stop eating the, the unhealthy food it, it, that is a part of it, but the way bigger part is the behavioral change aspect to it. Change, like going on a diet is like all of a sudden you wake up one day and you say, you know what? I'm going to do everything with my other hand. I'm going to write with my other hand. I'm going to use my computer mouse with my other hand. I'm going to brush my teeth with my other hand. And it's like you go and do it and it's like you get 10 minutes into it and you're like, oh my God. Why? Because it takes so much energy to use that other hand. You got to rethink everything. Like, oh, because you're doing all that shit on autopilot. And all of a sudden you have to be conscious of it if you're going to use your other hand. You have to think about everything you're doing because it's not normal and natural and automatic anymore. That's why weight loss is so hard for you because you're just trying to, you're trying to consciously do everything that you've been doing automatically, easily, effortlessly. And now it takes so much energy to do it consciously. And most people can only keep that up for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, you know, until they tap out, you know? So you need to figure out how to program your subconscious mind. Listen, what's a subconscious behavior? Brushing your teeth. Right, that's a behavior you do when you do it during the day. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer, I know, I know, I described Jennifer. You're making me crazy. Uh, listen, there's a three hundred dollar version of the program. Why don't you go get that? Because I'll tell you, actually, I didn't mention this. With the three hundred dollar version of the program, one of the things I'm doing now, I haven't put this on the thing. It's kind of a secret bonus right now. Is that I'm giving I'm giving people a week to get on the coaching calls. How much more? I don't know what, what much more I could do, and I'm not doing it anymore. That's it. You know what I mean? Like either, either you could do it, and you're gonna do it, or you're not gonna do it. But um, so yeah, it's 300 bucks. You know, you get the program, and you get a week of coaching. You know, and then if you want to upgrade to the full thing after you do that, that that's fine too. But um, anyways, so uh, what was I just saying? So so yeah, it's it's really about you. You, know, you brush your teeth, and you just do it on autopilot, and um, you know, it, it's just like you do it at certain times of days, and you just do it naturally and automatically. You don't have to think about it. Um, so, you know, anyways, it's important that you realize that's what's making the process of change of dieting difficult is that you're consciously trying to do something that's a subconscious program in you. So the solution is not to do it consciously. It's to put in a new program that subconsciously runs. Okay. So you got brushing your teeth, which is a healthy habit you have. I have like 10 of those and they just run on autopilot. And that becomes a very, very solid foundation to build my weight loss success on. You know, my eating's very automatic. And then I have all these habits I do as well. And so I'm maintaining my goal weight in a very automated way. It doesn't take me a lot of focus. I'm not, in 30 years, I haven't dieted at all. 30 years, I haven't worked out at all. I've done like real random things here and there, but I've not consistently worked out at all. 
I have mastered my eating, mastered my lifestyle, mastered my mindset. And now, now I'm set up. I, I love living the way I live. I love eating the way I live. And so I feel very comfortable and confident that I will be living and eating this way for the next hundred years. That, that's the plan. I, I love it. I'm not white knuckling it. I love living this way because I change the way I think, the way I feel, the way I live and the way I eat. Oh, oh no, the soccer dad life. It's no joke for sure. For sure. It's, it's real. I love it though. Can you, whoop, can you remind us all of the mindset things again to balance gratitude movement? Yeah. Kata, that, that's the lifestyle pieces, right? So I'll give you, let me just break down the system to you, right? So the, the weight mastery pyramid, the first level is mindset. Okay. Now, I want to just make this point. A lot of people say buzzwords. Weight loss, lifestyle and, and mindset have become big buzzwords in the weight loss world. Don't let them just be buzzwords. You know, demand there's more specific understanding of those words. So when I say mindset, specifically what I take you through is six categories. Motivation, self-image, habits, emotions, uh, thinking like a thin person, and maintenance. Right? We go through those things. Um, so the motivation is the first thing. You don't know how to motivate yourself, right? Your motivation is spontaneous. It, it comes and it goes and it's gone. You have no control over it. So this is a process to give you some control over that. The next piece is your self-image. Your weight is a physical projection of your mental self. You think of yourself as an overweight person, okay? That needs to change because right now you're sitting here, you've got an overweight mindset, a diet mindset, and you just keep flip-flopping between them. You have no thin and healthy mindset. Okay. You need to start thinking of yourself as a thin and healthy person. You want to really make this process. You want to take your weight loss, wrap it in personal development, make this process, not about losing weight, but about becoming the best version of you. And one piece of that is your weight. Very important. The next one's the habits, the neuroscience of habits, right? Don't you think it would be helpful to understand what habits are and how they run in your brain? Cause you have no idea how habits run and you just try and force yourself to act differently and fight against them with your willpower. That doesn't work. The next one's emotions. This one's so important. It deserves its own, you know, line. Um, but ultimately, you know, we've been conditioned to use food as our main emotional management strategy, you know? So you need to learn how to feel the emotions you want to feel and not feel the emotions you don't want to feel. Deal with those emotions without food. And right now you have no strategies to do that. So I'll show you how to do that. The next one is how to think like a thin person. Again, you have no idea how to think like a thin person. How do I do that? Well, that's what I teach you here. Um, do you know about fixed growth mindset? Do you know about solution problem-oriented mindset? Do you know about these things? You know, once you understand these, the questions to ask to help you think that way, the nuts and bolts how to think that way, it's a lot easier. <laughs> and then finally, the maintenance piece, having maintenance strategies. You know, the, the idea that you're going to wait till you lose the weight to focus on maintenance is crazy. You know, what, what? Like, like you're just so cocky. You don't think you need to learn how to maintain from day one to day two, week one to week two, month one to week, month two. You know what I mean? Understanding maintenance right away, I think is crucial. So anyways, we, we master that. We really start with the maintenance right from the beginning. That's what we're focusing and working on right from day one. And then the lifestyle pieces is proper sleep, proper hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. That becomes a lifestyle piece. And that supports, that supports all of your good eating. And we have eating structures too. We structure the eating, we follow five, two model, five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating. And there's a lot more, you know, kind of involved with it, but that's kind of the basic idea. So there's, there's ways to structure your reading as well. And it creates this pyramid, but the pyramid, I make that shape because to indicate the importance of them, the most important piece, the foundation is the mindset. Then there's the lifestyle right under that. And then there's the eating. Most people just focus on the eating and wonder why they can't get the results they're looking for. Well, you know what I mean? You have no foundation under you. You know what I mean? You got your, your temporary motivation where you force yourself to do everything all for a little while and then you stop doing it. You can't keep it up and you revert right back to what you always do. Right? <laughs> How can I know you better than you know yourself? Right? It's because I do this all day. Um, yo, I finished my calories for the week. Should I fast tomorrow to average them out? Um, you know, this, that's an interesting question. And uh, I, I don't like fasting because I like to look at things in a bigger picture, okay? So I'll be honest, I'll, I'll tell you what I, I have done. For me, like if I, if I go over calories with something, I will usually make it up somewhat the next time. Not in an extreme way though, okay? So, so that I'm just, now the, the first rule of programming self then is there's no right or wrong, there's only what works for you, okay? That being said, my strategy that I always used when I wanted to lose weight was that if I overate something, I would tend to undereat the following meal. Undereat, not, not fast completely. So you hear what I'm saying? So you can try fasting and notice what the effects are. Again, really like all this is about developing more awareness. But sometimes if I would fast, what would happen is I would trigger myself to be really hungry after that. 
you know? And so I found that not fasting, but just lowering down what I was consuming. So maybe you go over your calories a little bit for the week, but who gives a shit? Because let's think about the week coming up. If you fast tomorrow, will you be extra hungry on Sunday? You know what I mean? Be that, that kind of, you know, that roller coaster ride. I don't know, but that's up for you to decide. But, but extend that time frame. Don't just look at tomorrow. Don't just look at this week. Start to see how you're going to be set up for the next week. And you may not know. So fine, fast tomorrow, but then pay attention to how hungry you are, how you're feeling about food. A lot of times when I fast, and I'm talking about multi-day fast, and this is why I don't do it anymore. But when I would fast, I dreaded it coming up. When I did it, I hated it. I felt like shit. and was thinking about food all the time. And then afterwards, I'd be obsessed with food for a while. And so that's one of the reasons why I stopped doing it. So again, it, it's up to you to figure out, but I don't like to like, will. I don't like to stress through things. You know, I really like, I like to, it's a calm weight loss. I guess if you had to des- describe my approach to weight loss, real simple, it's calm weight loss. And I found fasting to not be calm for me at all. For some people it is great. You see what I'm saying? So you have to individualize because everyone's so different, you know? And so, um, yeah, that, that's what I would suggest on that one. Uh, what is your suggestion when you plateau? Okay. Yeah. When you plateau to me, I look at it like, uh, I look at plateaus as an opportunity to practice maintenance. You know, and to, to work on your mindset, especially because you got to get yourself out of that mindset. What a lot of people do when they lose weight is they trade the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down. And that's a bad trade because eventually what happens is the scale stops going down and you're like, fuck, I got no pleasure. Right? Why do people, why did 95% of people put the weight back on? I know you think you're going to be the one who figures it out, but have you in the past when you lost the weight? You know what I mean? Like, like this is a real thing. And so that's why I think like right off the bat, the way you frame this whole process is going to have so much impact on the results you get. So the way I always looked at it when I had plateaus, I was like, that's fine. I'm going to look at what I've done to achieve this success so far. I'm going to think I'm in maintenance and I'm going to optimize my plan. And because listen, here's the thing. So, so we hit a plateau. You don't know why you hit the plateau. You don't know if, if it's your body just kind of adjusting. And if you keep everything the same, you know, a week or two go by and then you start losing weight again right? And your body just adjusted, shifted. Now it's losing weight again. That can happen. Or you might plateau and then you keep doing everything the same. Two weeks go by, you don't lose any weight. Okay. Well now, you know, let's tweak things up a little bit. But during those two weeks, I'm focusing on making what I was doing easier and more comfortable and better. I'm optimizing it. You see, because we got to get rid of, if the only thing motivating is that scale going down, good luck. Good luck. Let me know how it goes. Let me know where you're at a month after you hit your goal weight. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be an asshole here. I'm just telling you what I hear from people. You know, you'll see it. I, I it's, I, I did, I did two coaching calls. I got to put the third one up. I got one. I haven't even put up, but, um, you know, a very, very, very smart woman. And she had lost the weight and then put it all back on. And this is the, the name of the game. But if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. If all you care about as a dieter and you have a diet mindset, you just want to lose weight. I want to lose weight, right? That becomes your mantra. I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. I just wanna lose. Okay. Well, what do you do once you lose the weight? What do you say to yourself? You can't keep saying that. What most people say is, I just want to put the weight back on. Oh, shit, I don't want to put the weight back on, right? But uh, you, you've got to have a different focus. I, I always say you really want to make the weight loss secondary. I know that may sound strange, but I'm telling you, the best thing you can do for your mindset and your motivation is to make the weight loss secondary, to focus more on how you feel, you know? Because that's the more instant consequence. See, the problem with weight loss motivation is that it's off in the distance, right? That weight loss is off in the distance and our brain naturally discounts things that are off in the distance. It values them less. So yes, you want to lose weight, but it's off in the distance. So your brain's kind of like, eh, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. And the cookie's right here. So I'll have that. But if we start to orient our consequences, not to the weight piece, but to how you're going to feel physically, mentally, and emotionally five minutes after you finish eating, that's a much better strategy. You know, I just proved myself to my day. I ate a croissant, a uh, piece of sourdough bread, and then a slice of giant pizza um, earlier. I'd never do that. I would, I never do that on a Friday. I just got caught up, you know? And then I took a nap for an hour cause I felt like shit. <laughs> I felt, I felt so like, blah, you know? And it's like, that's what I focus on. That's why I won't do it again. Dude, I'm not worried about the weight piece. I'm worried about five minutes after I do that. It kind of shot my day, you know, for, for, I lost an hour there cause I felt like shit. You know, so the more you focus again, there's three phases of of addictive eating behaviors, of eating behaviors in general, anticipation, consumption, consequence. Most people are wrapped up in the anticipation and consumption of the food. So think about some food you struggle with, candy, cookies, ice cream, whatever. The reason you struggle with it so much is because the way like you're thinking about eating it, right? It's it's a potential. Maybe I'll have some ice cream, right? Subconsciously, the way you're thinking about that food is you're thinking about looking forward to it, getting it, eating it. That's it. And that 
thinking about it that way cranks up the desire for it. But just as real as those two things are, of looking forward to and eating it are, are enjoyable, that consequence is just as real. And it starts not in two weeks when you put weight on. It starts a minute after you finish eating. And if you're trying to lose weight and you go and eat, you know, half a pint of ice cream, you tell me how you feel five minutes after you finish it. And I'm not talking, you know, how does your mindset get? Are you positive with yourself? Do you feel good? Are you saying nice things to yourself? Or are you saying mean things to yourself? Are you feeling shitty about yourself? What emotions are you feeling? Are you feeling happy, excited, thrilled, grateful that you did it? Or are you feeling pissed off at yourself, frustrated, sad, depressed, hopeless? You know, I'm not trying to bum you out. This is, you're, you're really feeling these things. You just don't pay attention to it. A big part of what I look to do with my clients is to shift their orientation when they make a food decision from the consumption piece of it, how it's going to taste to eat it to how it's going to, what the consequence is going to be. I'm not trying to bum out your, your food eating, but I mean, like, there's a real consequence. You just never pay attention to it because it gets blocked off by you thinking about how good the food's going to taste because you've been conditioned to think that way. You know what I mean? You've seen millions of food ads in your life. You know, but that consequence is just as real. So as you start thinking about that consequence that, that follows right after you finish eating, after you take that last bite, that starts to lower the cravings, that lowers the desire for the food, you know? So the next time I go into that place where I went today, usually I might get a croissant. One croissant, I feel pretty fine because I won't even eat lunch on a Friday and then I go eat dinner. So I'm fine with that. Got, that works out. I don't know what happened today. All of a sudden, there's an extra piece of bread and a giant piece of pizza. So there was extra stuff. You know what I mean? That's too much. I didn't think about it in the moment because all I was thinking about was the eating of it and how good it was going to taste, right? But next time I get in that situation, I see the pizza, I see the bread, I will remember how that felt. I, I couldn't, it was like I was hung over almost. It was so much dough in my body. I had 500 degrees here. You know what I mean? I felt like shit. And so I will remember that next time. How? Not by, not by saying, because what you're trying to do is you're, you're thinking about how good the food tastes and then you're trying to use willpower to stop yourself from eating it. But you're running a subconscious process to crank up that desire. You're thinking about getting the food, eating the food. That's it. That's the best part. That's the most pleasurable part. That's how you think about it. But there's also a consequence. It's there. It doesn't matter if you think about it or not. It's there and you know this, but you never focus on it. And so I do. I didn't today. I, I kind of got caught up, but I will, I will use that as I move forward. And I will focus on the consequence and I'll say, I don't want to feel that way. And then I'll decrease the desire and I won't do it. And if I do do it again, I'll reinforce what I just learned again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I says, oh God, not Cinnabon. Oh yeah, right. I know. Isn't it crazy? It's crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. You wonder why you're struggling, right? And you see these, these people might not have your best interest in, in heart. Thoughts on calorie counting. I don't like calorie counting, but again, main rule, th- there's no right or wrong. There's only what works for you. If you love calorie counting, and some people do, they just they got that kind of mindset, like accountants, right? And you like doing that, great, okay? But if you hate doing it, you don't have to do it. This is what I'm trying to say. The, the diet industry has really convinced us that you have to like force your, your square peg into a round hole, right? That's what you're trying to do to lose weight. The biggest mistake you're making. Instead of saying, okay, how do I want to master my weight? What's going to work for me? Now, I do like calorie counting as an exercise. Like what I mean by that is that a lot of people are pretty shitty at estimating how many calories they're consuming, you know? And so counting calories for a week or two just to kind of calibrate where you're at. See, you know, here's what I thought I was eating. Oh shit, this is what I'm actually eating. That's pretty useful information, okay? Or you might do it, this is what I thought I was eating. Oh, right there, great. I'm right on, right on track with it, okay? So I think it's good that way, but a lifetime of calorie counting for me, I wouldn't do it. And so if I... If I equated in my mind that I have to calorie count to lose weight, then I would never lose weight. Luckily, I don't believe that, okay? And and I know, listen, there's 7 billion people on the planet. People lose weight in every kind of way that you can imagine. So stop thinking that there's one master plan out there that you've got to follow. Instead, take what works from different ones. You know, all the diets have things that make sense usually, you know? And all the diets really, all they do, they're just different strategies. No, let let me take that back. They're different tactics, because they're not strategies. Every diet's the same thing. It's one tactic. Every diet, right? Every diet's one tactic. Don't eat for 16 hours. Don't eat carbs. Just eat Mediterranean food. Just count your points. Right? Just eat vegetarian food. <laughs> Just eat meat. Whatever. It's always one thing. It's the one thing philosophy. It's a marketing trick because they know you're overwhelmed. So they give you one conceptual, easy thing to understand. Oh, just stop eating carbs. And like, oh, shit. Just stop eating carbs. That's all I got to do right? But then you go and do it and you're like, oh shit, all I do is eat carbs. So I have to completely learn how to eat differently. 
Well, that sounds a little more stressful, right? <laughs> but that's what you're really saying. But anyways, they all make sense. All the diets work. They've tested, they've tested out low fat, low carb. People that followed it got the exact same results. So again, they're just strategies to lower the calorie consumption. And so stop thinking you need to follow one specific plan exactly. Um, and instead start to trust yourself. Build your own unique meal plan based around your genetics, your preferences, your likes and dislikes, your lifestyle. Wouldn't that make sense? Like my plan, and again, I always say this, I, I could make a diet and just tell you what I eat. I could just make the diet. I call it something, you know, 20 pounds a week diet. <laughs> so much you're going to lose. Um, and then just tell you what I eat. But why, I would never do that because so what? So what if I eat that way? That doesn't, well, that means you're going to be able to do it. You don't have my, my likes and dislikes. You don't have my tastes. You don't have my lifestyle. I work from home. You know, you're not me. I'm a vegetarian. So why would you try and force yourself to do what I do? That, that seems so crazy. So I got my own one, one size fits one plan for myself, but I have it now. And so as you can imagine, that makes it way easier to stick with it because it's custom made for me. I built it for me based around what I like and what's easy for me and what gets me the results I want. That's what I want you to do. It's a game changer because you just keep trying to you just wait for that next plan and force yourself to do it. You know? Um, yeah. Yes, thank you. Uh -oh, too much yuck. Any recommendations for quick, easy, healthy snacks for being in the run all the time? Um, yeah, I mean, that my, I, I don't like to snack, but if I'm going to snack, what I've done recently is I really tell myself, oh, I'm going to snack, it's going to be fruit. And that's been a wonderful one. I really like that. So I eat a lot of bananas, um, apples, mandarins. Uh, if, if I'm hungry beyond that, almonds, some raisins, be careful of that. Uh, and then if you move into packaged stuff, you know, I try to make it as natural as possible. I don't really like eating packaged things because I don't trust them ever, even the healthy stuff. All they want you to do is eat more of their shit, you know? And so I like to keep things natural. You're not going to believe it. Carrots. I had a carrot the other day for a snack. I didn't have time to eat dinner. So I just grabbed a, a good old carrot and ate it, you know? And so listen, I, why do I want a carrot over like a cliff bar? You know, because I want to chew it. And, and Cliff Bars are actually a little chewy, but they're not as chewy as a carrot. You know, chewing stuff helps satiety. Um, there's more fiber in it and, and whatever. And a lot of times when it comes to snacking, a lot of times, you know, you'll eat whatever you eat. And five, 10 minutes later, you're on to the next thing. If you're if you're busy doing a lot of stuff and your mind will just come off of it anyways, you know. But yeah, I like keeping it natural as natural as possible. Um, I've gained 40 pounds in the past two years because of college. That sucks. Um, that happens a lot, you know? There's a lot of reasons for that, too. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and assume I know what your reasons are, but that, that freshman 15, all that stuff, um, metabolism is changing, you know what I mean? Different environment. I mean, there's just a million reasons. So here's what I would say to you, though, is that the, the good news for you is that it's it's a lot of weight that you put on in those two years. And what you can do is you could probably, it's more obvious to you what changed in the way you're eating, most likely. And so you want to recognize what those differences are so you can work to kind of fix them, you know. Um, oops, sorry. Any good snack ideas? Yep, just answered that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, natural stuff. I'm, I'm telling you, the more natural you make your diet, the more like less processed you make it, the better and easier time you're going to have. You know, you can't, we're just conditioned to minimize like processed foods. It's normalized and everything, you know, but um, these processed foods, like you should read the book, Salt, Sugar, Fat. It, it's such a crazy book because what you think about processed foods and what they are, are two totally different things. We're so conditioned uh, to think about processed foods in a benign way. And they're not at all. Um, they're 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 like cigarettes. They're literally like cigarettes. They're food cigarettes because the food companies are all literally owned by the cigarette companies. In the '70s, the cigarette companies knew that, you know, the writing was on the wall for the cigarettes. So they divested and went into foods. Um, you know, you know, Nabisco and RJR Reynolds are literally merged as a company. Think about that for a second. Um, Kraft's parent company is Philip Morris. You know what I mean? Like, like literally, the, the processed foods is it's just cigarettes. It's food cigarettes. They, uh, it's, it, it, I'm, I mean, literally, they. You know, if you if you ever watched like a movie, The Insider with Russell Crowe, it was this story about, um, it was this story about that whistleblower in the cigarette industry. You know, and, and you start talking about what they were doing to make the cigarettes more addictive. They're doing the same thing with the food. They're making these foods as addictive as possible as 
unsatisfying as possible. You just keep eating them, you know? But if you don't realize that, you just keep eating them. Help, help. I'm 64. Eat good. Exercise four days a week. Have thyroid issues and can't lose weight. Um, well, what I would say to you is what I say to everyone with menopause, thyroid, insulin-resistant issues, physical, real physical issues, is I always say really, really dive into the lifestyle piece. Lifestyle being... Um, Okay, cool. Yeah, that, that's good. Uh, the uh, oh, good. Yeah, thanks, HLK, for the snack ideas. HLK's got the, she got the good snack ideas for sure. Um, but yeah, when there's thyroid, when there's a real physical issue, I really think you want to double down the lifestyle pieces: proper sleep, uh, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, nutrition. No movement, <laughs> meditation, gratitude. Uh, because all of those things kind of mitigate a lot of the issues from the physical challenges, you know? And then food-wise, I think the biggest shift you can make is, I mean, you said like you're eating healthy, so that that's good. Um, the more, eat, yeah, eat good. The more natural you make your food, like, like less processed, fruit, vegetables, greens, beans, the more you can get those things into your body, natural whole foods, that has, you know, the ability to kind of manage those things as well. And so I don't know where you're at with all that. Um, but that that's the first step, you know, and, th and then watching the calories, obviously, you know, watching those. But remember, you know, again, it's it's a process of really mastering. You know, I always say that. Yeah, I, I think one of the most valuable things for me was like learning martial arts, yoga, guitar, because those are paths of mastery. Right? There's, there's no finish line. Right. And so that mindset has really been helpful for me when it comes to weight, because you rarely see that about weight. Right. Weight really is just you just think of it as like this temporary thing you're going to do to lose weight. And there's the finish line. You're done. You know, and that's such a broken mindset for this because, of course, you want to keep that weight off forever. You want to live as a thin, healthy person. And so for me, it's like I love the part like I think of my my weight and my health uh, just like guitar and, and yoga. And I don't really do martial arts anymore, but um, I think about my, my learning, my reading, my, my business. It's this path of mastery is always improving. But that's good because that keeps me excited about it. You know, I never know where I'm going to end up with it. It's exciting and fun. I'm learning new things all the time and, and it's exciting. So I'd suggest you do the same thing. You know, you really approach this. Nothing I do it all at once perfectly. It's a weird mindset, um, but that you do 1% better every day. You know what I mean? So, so by the end of the year, you're exponentially better. I think that's a much more intelligent approach, you know? Um, yes, make all my own food. Oh, that's great. That's great. Good way of looking at it. Yeah, again, I would double down on the lifestyle piece. It's, it's so much, you know, the lifestyle pieces, it's so, we live in a crazy time where we don't even realize it, but it's like so many people walking around, they're not sleeping enough, they're dehydrated, they're stressed out. Um, you sound like you're, you're certainly nourishing yourself enough, um, not moving very much, you know, their mind's all over the place, not meditating at all. Um, they're not grateful, you know what I mean? So these are, these are factors that I find are just crucial to getting good results, you know? Um, but anyways, all right, I got to get out of here. Uh, listen, if any of you are not on my email list, get on my email list. I got a new training coming out next week that I'm going to send out to my email list. Oh, that's great, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, well, you know, again, if you're, what I do is I, my specialty is helping people that are not eating the way they want to or not living the way they want to, helping them get to do that. When I get people that are doing everything perfect, is your calorie ranges in the right spot? Um, you know, your eating's, you know, I'm going to say this and I'm just going to say this because again, I, I take an oath, an oath not to bullshit anyone. Um, you could have a broken metabolism. You know what I mean? You could have a thyroid issue that is really preventing your weight loss. That's extremely rare. You know what I mean? I'm not, it's not impossible that there are some real outliers with that, but I can tell you, and I, I know you're not going to like to hear this, but I'm just going to tell you my experience. Most of the time when I get people that are saying they're, I get this a very lot and these are very smart people. And they'll say, I'm doing everything, I'm doing everything right and I'm not losing weight. And then we start having a conversation and it turns out that it's not, I'll give you an example. This is one of the more extreme ones, but it's, it's just par for the course. I remember one lady started and she was a very smart, successful woman. And she gets on and she goes, well, I joined, but I don't know. I don't really know what's going to happen because I do everything. I don't, there's nothing really to fix here. And so we started talking and long story short, you know, by the end of the hour, um, she goes, oh, you know what? I just realized she goes, I actually, cause she goes, I don't snack. I don't, I mean, just, and she goes, you know, actually though, I do kind of get up at night and I will go walk over to the fridge and I'll, I'll snack. And I was like, okay, well, how many times do you do that? She goes, I might do it four times in two hours. Like how often? Uh, every night. 
you know there's a thing about i always like to do this like you close one eye and look at your nose you see it close the other eye and look at your nose you see it open both eyes your brain deletes your nose you know and i see this you know again as a, as a coach a lot of like challenges and solutions are right in front of us and we just can't see them our brain just kind of deleted them because it doesn't believe they're important or it's just missing them for whatever reason and um so so i find that that's more commonly the reason that the people aren't losing weight but again there are the the extreme outliers that no matter what they do they're struggling to lose weight broken metabolism is an example of that again very rare um but but it is documented as, as a real thing people lowering their weight so low and still not losing weight now that being said they could still technically in a sense lower their weight even more and they still would lose weight calorie deficit always ends up creating a weight loss okay the question becomes can we create that caloric deficit for a long enough time thyroid issue hormone issues insulin resistance menopause all of those things included if the calorie deficit's there the weight's going to come down so usually it's, it's a matter of can you keep that calorie deficit going so i only say that to you just to encourage you to be extremely honest with yourself and, and start being honest with yourself now not looking back on it and saying oh, i can't think of anything looking at it now paying really close attention uh, see you'd be a person i would say track your calories for a day or for not for a day for for a week um notice if there's anything popping up that you hadn't recognized you know track your sleep for a week track your water consumption for a week what are you doing to relax are you practicing deep breathing um are you moving how much are you meditating at all are you practicing gratitude i know it sounds like it, oh, gratitude my weight what the hell does that have to do i promise it has something to do with it um and i would really focus on those again if, if weight's really really important to you you know um i would check those things out you know because you're better off to me personally i'd rather like be like oh shit i've missed that <laughs> you know what i mean i would much rather that because okay well i can fix that you know as opposed to no everything is absolutely perfect nothing's working you know, I, I don't want that. Cause that feels hopeless. You know, I would much rather, oh shit, I was missing that. Okay. And only go to work on that, you know? And it's just a common thing because it's, it's just the thing of the human mind. It's easier. We want to believe it's confirmation bias. We want to believe that I'm doing everything and nothing's working. That's one of the most common things I see with people. Now, again, it's cause they've tried all the diets. It hasn't worked. I haven't been able to follow it. So they start looking for some other reason why it's not working. So it's easier to oh, my metabolism, blah, 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 you know? Um, but again, I, so I'm not saying it's why I don't know enough about your, your exact situation, but I do know I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. I've done hundreds and probably thousands of hours at this point of group coaching calls and, and coaching calls. Um, so I see that a lot. Anyways. All right, everyone. Listen, if you're not on my email list, go get on there. I got a training coming out next week and you'll be the first to hear about it if you're on my email list. I give you a hypnosis session. It's called the new thin meat. It'll help you kickstart your weight loss. There's a training that comes with it. Um, that is, uh, that is uh, called the three steps to master your weight. It's really good. It's a half hour, right? It'll kind of reframe how you think about your weight loss and ultimately set you up to master your weight once and for all, I hope. <laughs> all right, so go to my bio, click that link and get it. Take you two minutes, you're there, you're in, um, and there we go. So thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Podcast is Program Yourself Dance on all the podcast networks. Um, and I'll have new videos coming out this weekend. So have a great weekend. We'll talk soon. Bye.